The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you'd like to watch that, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, which time he'll be live in that area for two hours today because it's Saturday. So two hours worth of Bradley Dean if you want to catch that 3 o'clock Eastern. On the right side of the page is where we are. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there, and uh, look for the rumble icon bottom right-hand corner. Click on that and join us in the uh, chat on Rumble. We've got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good to see you uh, guys over there. And be sure to subscribe to the channel. It's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's where you're going to uh, to find us. And uh, so uh, be sure to do that. Also, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page over there, uh, if you want to check us out on that page and we appreciate them giving us a platform over there uh, right up under where we're streaming live on sons of liberty media.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter again um, that goes out once a day between you know late afternoon early evening all the articles we have including the morning show archive those are there so be sure to sign up for that and then uh, if you'd like to help keep us out there doing what we're doing there's a donate button at the top of sons of liberty media.com click on that and you can make a one-time donation or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty and uh, guys we do appreciate your support very much uh, let me let you know one thing before we get going here um, in two weeks from today I don't know that I'm going to be able to do the show. Uh, and the reason being, there's the, there's the Red Pill Expo uh, that's going to be going on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Kate's already laughing at that. Um, <clears throat> G. Edward Griffin puts these on all across the country. And I had uh, a friend of mine who's been on the show many times. He says, you need to be out there. You need to meet some of the people. You need to do some interviews and stuff like that. So he sprung for me to my airfare and some food and stuff to go out there. And then um, Bob the Plumber, if you don't know him, he's uh, Alan Key's right-hand man. 
they have a place and I spoke with him yesterday. And so he's going to let me stay in one of the rooms that they're in, uh, him and, and Alan, that the house that they're staying at. So, you know, the Lord brought that together. It's going to be, I'm going to be beat on Monday because we're flying in on Friday night, late, uh, Saturday, all day, Sunday, flying out and all of that. So I don't know if we'll get it in there, but if not, maybe I'll do a show and just zap it out there at five in the morning, <laughs> be five in the morning out there. And, uh, of course, with that said, uh, Kate's going to be out there too. And, uh, as always, we got Kate with us this morning and we're going to be talking to oxygen and ozone. Good morning, Kate. Yeah, good morning. And I just want to say a big thank you to G. Edward Griffin for and TNT Radio Live for paying all my airfare, taxes, expenses, uh, hotel room, um, food, everything. Um, I, I feel like a bit of an imposter. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I said to, G., uh, to, to Mr. Griffin, well, I can do it by Zoom. And he said, no, we need your energy there. So um, I'm going to be there speaking. So you can see me there all of the time. And also um, TNT, who are delighted, I'm covering it for TNT as well. So I'm going to be a busy chick. Um, I'm sure my, my feet will be killing me because anyone who knows me knows I'm a bit of a high heels chick. So yeah, it's going to be a blast because um, all of these people that I've met over the last three and a half years, including yourself, Tim, and um, people that I've read their books, um, years ago, over a decade ago, I read uh, G. Edward Griffin's book uh, 11 and a half years ago and uh, when I was doing my coffee enemas for cancer. So for me, this is kind of surreal. Um, and, and really what keeps making me laugh even more is that they're delighted to have me over there and are excited, which I don't know what to say. And a big thank you to Casper McLeod because his song that he wrote about me. Yes. Um, uh, hopefully that's going to be played as I walk on, but it's, it's doing really well. And apparently lots of people like it. Anyway, with all that said, um, I just want to, a couple of little things before we, before we get rolling, as it were, because um, we are talking about God. Um, we're reminded in Ephesians 6, 11, 20, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, you are counseled, put on your full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, stand firm then. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Amen. So all of that, yeah, I'm stopping at that, the gospel of peace. So everything that's going on now, we are told it is all in scripture. And we're, we're told to put on our full armor of God. And... And we're told in scripture, um, we overcome Satan with our personal testimony that the word of God tells us, that scripture, what the blood of Jesus does for us. I do an hour at least of prayers and psalms when I go out for my walk um, every day. And the Lord does answer your prayers. He does. You've got to be really careful what you pray for as well, because if you ain't specific, uh, you're going to get, <laughs> you're going to get, uh, exactly what you pray for <laughs> um and, and that's happened to me uh, many times but look um we're also told in scripture you know in when we put on our full armor of god 
our breastplate of righteousness. We're told to guard our heart. Our back is exposed, That's never right. turn on the devil. And for the life of the flesh is in the blood. It's in the blood. Our heart is, is protected with our breastplate of righteousness. For the life is in the blood records Leviticus 17.11. And I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood by reason of the life that makes atonement. Well, the life is in the blood quite literally because the hemoglobin, the protein portion of our red blood cells, our erythrocytes, little biconcave discs, which increases the surface area. Um, the oxygen that we breathe in um, binds to it. And ozone in Hebrew is breath of God. Um, isn't that amazing? Oh, it, it um, is. I was actually looking some things up uh, this morning here as we were t as we were going to do this show, and that's why I played the song I played. I'm not, you know, that there was a, there was a reason for playing that. But it's real interesting because <clears throat> when you go over to <clears throat> excuse me Genesis. One of the things that you see there is in verse seven of chapter two, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. And what's interesting is, mm, mm. It, yeah, are you, do you know, I just shared that this morning on all of my social media. <laughs> I didn't know exactly, that. Exactly, exactly that. Yeah, I mean, but it go, it goes further because well, as we as we go into the New Testament, here's what we see: First Timothy uh, chapter, or excuse me, Second Timothy chapter three. Here's what we see: But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures. Now, when Paul's writing this, there's only what we call the Old Testament that existed which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. For all scripture is given by inspiration of God or the breath of God. The same breath that breathed life into Adam that gives life to you and me. That is what the word of God is. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Yeah. So what does oxygen do? Well, it's quite interesting. It's uh, it's got antimicrobial effects. So your pathogen, the pathogenic microbes, what they call viruses. So we know that they're exosomes, but bacteria, fungi, they're anaerobic. They they don't need oxygen. So when we breathe, they can't thrive in an oxygen rich environment. And virtually we talk about infectious disease. But actually, I'm more terrain now, and a lot of a lot of books are still talking about infectious disease. Interestingly, when you go, uh, when you start to go back, not even a hundred years, you'll see things were very different. I was just reading yesterday, slightly digressing. Children in schools in the in the UK and America were taught that the Earth was flat um, in the last hundred years. And yet now they're taught it's a, a spinning globe whizzing through space, and we've all been to the moon, but we've we've uh, we've all of the documents now have been destroyed and we can't create I've got, them again. I've got a ton of, uh, uh, I've got a video with a lot of government documents that talk about a non-spinning or non-rotating stationary flat earth. Yeah. I mean, and it's multiple times, guys. It's not like there's a fluke here. It's in multiple documents 
a lot of them from NASA themselves. But uh, yeah, you're you're exactly right. I don't know if you saw the 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 little book from 1889. I sent you the article on it last night. People can read it. 52 pages. Guy did 50 years of study of statistics on smallpox uh, vaccines and stuff, and he says they're useless and they're dangerous. Yep. 1889. Yep. All, all of the all of the literature from that time they were just toxic. Uh, and it's the same as polio. Um, they used to describe polio as several different things that would happen uh, with overlapping symptoms. And then all of a sudden, because they'd made the vaccine, they began to call all of those things that they would normally diagnose and it was toxicity and they were the symptoms of the toxicity. They then called it polio. Um, and then everyone got polio from the vaccine. It's all a lie. It's all one great big fat lie. And don't be dismayed by everything that is happening. It really is tyranny, but we are living in the most fantastic time in our lifetime in the history mm. of my grandparents, my parents, because never have so many people been awake to the lie that that is, is modern living, pharmacia, all of it, petroleum, all of it. They know it's a lie. People now even have started to say, well, we know that the oil isn't made from squashed dinosaurs it's in abundance it comes up from the earth and the same as the oceans there were many many explorers who all stated these huge holes at the same places in the ocean where the water goes in because if if this whole rubbish about um you know waves and the and the magnetism and the moon how come you don't get that on your swimming pool why don't you get tides on your on your swimming pool on your on your garden ponds on your puddles everything is just an inversion of the truth it all is and when you really start to realize the the phenomenal breathtaking breathtaking the right words ability of this beautiful body that was created in the lord's image and how it can heal itself uh your mind the ability of your emotions when you start to realize you will be suddenly open to infinite awareness and possibilities because that's what happens when you put your trust your faith in the lord therefore in yourself you're created in the lord's image um open to infinite awareness and possibilities and when you put your faith in idols you become but a child. They have made it so that you have idols, doctors, celebrities, royals, and um, whatever else, people with letters after their name, total poppycock. So look, um, we know that when we breathe in the oxygen, uh, it, it's what we need. And we um, are supposed to be breathing properly. Most of us don't. I was introduced recently to people that tape their mouths when they go to bed. I said, is that duct tape? Um, but anyway, I mean, there's many, many a marriage with a snoring spouse that love to duct tape their partner's mouths. Um, but it, people don't breathe properly. You're supposed to nose breathe, breathing through your nose. And, um, I am actually going to be signing up soon to light wave activating your stem cells. So please do uh, wait till I've done it because a girl's got to eat. But look, antimicrobial effects of oxygen. Every infectious disease epidemic owes its existence to oxygen deprivation. So more, more than to germs widely blamed for the outbreaks. If you if you think, why would the oxygen be deprived? Well, if you look back through history, um, you see 
the proliferation of these symptoms that we call measles, um, smallpox, typhus, typhoid, all of these things you see wherever you've got overcrowding, poor sanitation. Well, what leads with poor sanitation? You've got, there's very little oxygen, the water is stagnant. Um, if you're all crammed in one room with no ventilation, which is what used to happen, you'd get whole families living in something with no ventilation at all, and it would be damp as well and mold. So you've got poor food, poor water, poor sanitation, uh, poor living conditions, cramped living conditions, where you're going to get lack of oxygen. And then you've got your diseased animals as well. Your, your animals are all living in the same uh, the same circumstances, the same conditions. And there you've got the perfect storm. And, you know, don't think, you know, for, for a minute that this hasn't been known, because of course it was known. You only have to go back to the Romans. They had great big public latrines. So they they would sit on like these toilets publicly and chat. <laughs> um they they had baths, Roman baths. They were clean. Um, the Egyptians, the way that they lived, they were clean. This is this is what came with the Industrial Revolution, where so many putrid substances were belched out into the environment, and then you have all of these chemicals and everything else, and then you had lack of oxygen in the cities. So sugar from our foods in the presence of oxygen from the air that we breathe uh, generates adenosine triphosphate, ATP, which is what you need for every single cell in your body. And cancer cells don't require that at all. So do you see when you don't have that? Um, everything, everything, um, everything begins with, with that. And the language of the Lord is math. Um, it's it's also incredibly connected, and I would really um, everybody. I would I would absolutely advise you to just turn away from pharmacia and start educating yourselves on on really how to live properly. And the first thing is, are you breathing? Because most people do not even fill their lungs; they shallow breathe. They just do little tiny breaths, <laughs> and. Uh, when you make yourself, every time you're sitting in your car or if you're in your house, check yourself many times a day and, and do 10 big, deep breaths. Breaths where you actually push your abdomen out as you breathe in and then blow it right out and count to 10. Count to 10 as you breathe in. It's so incredible now. Good old Simone Plout, the silver bullet. I can't remember for the life of me what it's called. But she taught me this other breathing when you want to really maximize your oxygen in your blood and you just do it a few times where you you do this great big breath in and then just as you get towards the end of letting it out, you don't let it out, you breathe in again. And then you let it out, but not all of it and breathe in again. And then she said, that's enough. And all of a sudden you have this zing, total zing of energy. Now, um, a, a company uh, who heard me on TNT, I've got the best job, honestly, they sent me the biggest box of freebies worth a lot of money to give me a good run at it, he said. And it's internal ozone. Uh, so I, start, <laughs> I started that this morning and um, I, I, I was kind of mopping the floor like Corky the cat. 
I thought, is that me? Is it psychosomatic? But anyway, he's given me a lot to try. So I'll be doing that every day and I'll let you know, but it's to oxygenate. So subatomic reactions occurring at a cellular level in response to oxidative reactions provide, this is when you breathe in some free radical benefits, and included, included here are the oxi oxidation of anaerobic microbes, foreign bodies and cancerous growths and the deionization. That's the electrical discharge, um, inact the, the electrical discharging, the inactivation of it and positively charged infected cells within your body. So contrary to popular belief, not all free radical activity is bad. Free radical activity associated with oxidizing pathogenic microbes is clearly good. So you need to breathe. And this is why when you, you put pa patients with spinal injuries, damage to their spinal cord and their nerves um, into hyperbaric chambers, you start to see improvement. Um, again, why you should be drinking fresh living juice for the living enzymes um, again, all of that that pulls the toxins out of the cells, and then you want to be breathing. Um, and you don't just, you're not just breathing in, you're breathing out because you breathe out your toxins. Some forms of oxygenation called polyatomic oxygen therapy has the ability to stimulate cellular regenerative mechanisms. How incredible is that? Thereby accelerating your body's natural healing response. So, um, I'm just ordering an ozone machine. Um, I've had to really save up for a very good one. And I'm going to ozonate my drink, but I'm also going to ozonate, this is a better one, the other one I had, ozonate my coffee enemas, because that's what Dr. Cat Patrick Vickers is using down at the Gerson, uh, um, Northern Baja Gerson Center down in Rosarito, Mexico. He's using ozone. He also has hyperbaric chambers. We're hoping to, he has these, uh, they're like big inflatable ones. I couldn't get in one. I felt like I was getting in a coffin. <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit claustrophobic. I wouldn't even let them zip it up. They were all laughing at me. All let me, like, let me oh, ask, let me ask something about that because, uh, you know, we're, we're also going to be talking in this hour and we're going to have to cut it to an hour. That's why we're not taking any phone calls, but the, the aging process, a lot of that, I mean, we're not, oxygen. yeah, we're going to age. There's no question about that, but how fast we age uh, and our body shows that it is directly tied to uh, oxygen. It is. And, and also um, a lot of the foods, uh, the, a lot of the foods that you're eating, they're not food. So if you think the oils that you eat, the oils that you eat are going to be in your body for about two years. Uh, and, and how do I say that? Why do I say that? Because the membranes of your cells, 50% of them is made from the oils that you eat, the fats that you eat, fats and oils. Your brain cells, it's 70% is made of the fats that you eat. And the other is, is your protein. Now, let's say you're eating canola oil, um, all the garbage oils. Um, then what's going to happen is when you breathe in, that oil is going to repel the oxygen away from the cell. So you're going to have a nice fire burning down there with all that oxidative stress because you're not getting oxygen in. So what's going to happen now? That cell starts to get damaged, that DNA. Well, you keep on doing that. You, what else are you going to feel? You're going to start to feel tired. 
your organs aren't going to work properly because they're not getting oxygen. And what, what do we need? Every single cell in the body, sugar in the presence of oxygen to generate energy. It's not just energy as in you running up the stairs. You are a massive bundle of cells rocking through this life looking like you do. So if you're eating all the garbage oils, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to get oxygen into the cell. And, you know, when, when I began the Gerson therapy for cancer, I got really sick because I was toxic because the juices pull all the toxins out of your cells, then they're in your blood. And, and trust me, I looked like I was sick. I, was, I lost 36 pounds in weight. I used to wake up in the morning, I'd look a really horrible color. And then I'd do my coffee enema and I looked great. Um, I did five a day. But when I began to do the Gerson therapy um, in March, right about March 10th, I had the surgery March 3rd. Um, I started the Gerson therapy March 10th. By the first couple of weeks of July, I'd lost 36 pounds in weight and I was really sick. I couldn't even eat. I was just juicing and, and retching as I was juicing. And then we got to the August and I started to feel better. I started to feel remarkable. And then I was as light as a feather, but I, I started to have energy like I'd not had at all. And uh, quite incredible. All, all my ailments went. You know, and as little things start to slip back into my diet five years on, and particularly with COVID when that hit, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to kill us now. I'm going to eat some potato chips. Um, my joints started hurting again, and I've had to work really hard to get rid of that. And I, ha I had a really big joint on my hand, and it's now virtually gone. And I had lots of pain in my joint in my hand, gone, because I got my diet right back. So, you know, this is really important if you're eating rubbish oils. That's going to have an effect for about two years. Well, and if people, if people see how those oils are made, oh, I know. <laughs> you're talking about something that will turn your stomach. You guys ought to get some, some pictures of her vegetable and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. It is. And, and when they heat up vegetables, you get that acrylamide, hmm. the plastic, which is toxic. Incidentally, for anyone who's watching and anyone who's listening, this is three pairs. I love pears, not commerce pears. These are the other ones. I love commerce pears even better, but it's not their season yet. Three pears, three sticks of celery, two big handfuls of watercress, a lemon, and a great big chunk of ginger. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we, did you not see my face there? Because I got to the bottom. Yeah. And well, just so people know, when I was sick the other week, I, I also Ooh, found something cake. else that was going on. And I asked Kate, I said, what do we do? She goes, no animal protein. Now you're talking to a guy down south here. No animal protein, no dairy products. Um, she gave me a list of stuff. And, and so I'm, I'm telling this, I'm, my kids are going, why aren't you eating this stuff dad? we made you peanut butter cookies. And we did. And I said, well, you know, Miss Kate says, don't, I can't do this right now. I'm going to do the juicing or do these others. And, uh, I've been sticking to it for a week now. I've kept the, all the weight off. In fact, I think I lost another pound here. So, uh, I've kept all the weight off and uh, I use that ginger in my carrots and boy, you talking about something that'll zing you when you chug that. <laughs> it's just in the back of my throat. Yeah. It's really something. It's really yeah, something. Yeah, and, and you know, folks, don't don't go to the supermarket and buy dried. If you're buying dried spices, there's virtually nothing in them. You know, you can buy a big chunk of ginger, and you can grate it in foods. Uh, you can um, you could bake. You can make juices. But you know what? It's you can grate it in salads. But you get a pear, take the core out 
chop a date, chop some walnuts, mix some ginger in it, a little bit of honey, stuff it down the middle of the pear and bake those yummies in the oven. Oh, it's divine. You've got a perfect, sweet, sticky pudding there with, with nothing bad in it. Well, then you can put on it, you know, whatever you want. If you're eating dairy, the, incidentally, the reason I told Tim not to eat meat and dairy is because he was sick and you need your, your, your T lymphocytes. And when you eat animal protein, your T lymphocytes go down. So you want them to go up. So what you do is you, and it also takes a lot of energy. Sugar in the presence of oxygen generates energy, takes a lot of energy to digest protein. Well, if you're already sick, you need that energy to what? To rally an immune response. You need that uh, that energy, sorry, to get your snot rolling. So, you know, to get your toxins out, which it does. That's why you get copious amounts of snot. Don't swallow your snot. Blow it out. If you've not got a tissue, finger over your nostril and blow it out. Do not swallow that mucus that your body is trying to get rid of because you're just going to make, that's why you feel sick when you swallow mucus. So, you know, that's why you don't want to take your energy away from healing by having to digest animal protein. And it also takes a lot of trypsin and chymotrypsin. So that's the rationale for eating just vegetables and fruit or just juicing. There's no fiber in that then. It's just flooding your body with nutrients, but it hasn't got all the fiber in. So it's easy to digest. And that's the rationale. And I'm telling you, Carrot, apple, ginger, lemon, elixir. It's a, the elixir and it's delicious. Your children will drink carrot juice because it's sweet. You can give it to your dogs and your cats when they're sick in a syringe, just a mill. And I, I had a cat that was, they said they needed to put it down. And he lived another nine months with a big tumor. And I, I he, he lived on prawns, chicken, and uh, a syringe of carrot juice, just one, one mill, um, and then what I did was I put uh, 500 milligrams of turmeric in it. And I gave him that every day as well. I just squirted it in his back teeth. He was dandy, I'm telling you. And he lived another nine months. <laughs> Died on cushion. What a good life. But yeah, so so just to finish on this here, um, all the body systems um, reiterate they're electrically, dri electrically driven. What have I said all the way along? You know, we are electrical before we're chemical, before... We're here in our, with the when we're put in our mother's bodies, everything generates on that electrical charge, which we need the, the natural light for. That electrical charge is what uh, makes the fluid in our mitochondria. What, what does that electrical charge also do? It, it makes the exclusion zone water, the fourth state of water that goes next to the hydrophilic, the water loving border. And it's a, 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 it was, it, um, H3O, H3O2, I can't remember now, but anyway, it's the fourth state of water. Uh, H3O2, I think it is. But anyway, that's your potential energy. You run an electrode between that and H2O, you'll light a bulb. That's what Tesla was working on. So do you see how all these things are connected? So we are electrical and, and, and then we're chemically driven. So we need all of our our enzymes for those chemical reactions in our body. And our, all of these structures are spirals. You know, our, our DNA, our enzymes, it's all spirals. And they've all got layers and layers and layers, including our protein, have this exclusion zone water on it. So what happens is your, your blood pH 
um, gets lowered when you're sick. And that in turn increases illness and the growth of disease associated with microbes. When you start to, to get sick, you also start to lower your oxygen in your blood when you get ill with anything. So there would be another reason why when you're sick to maximize oxygen into your body. That's why it's good to get an ozonator. Uh, buy one amongst your whole extended family. And the first time anyone's sick, you go get the ozone machine round and start ozonating or take, you know, have someone in your family ozonates all the bottles of water and then gives it out. You know, this is such a wonderful thing to do, but go a brisk walk, earth yourself, learn how to breathe properly. There's so many videos on YouTube. Use the devil's tool against them and teach yourself good breathing exercises. Kate, you know, one of the, you, you, you're saying these things and I think of a lot of you know, in the far east of some of these things, these people have had for generations and we've lost some of that. And I, and and again, I'm not looking to new age. It, some people have made comments about that. Look, the creator made us the way we're made. I give glory to him for anything, for anything that you learn that you use from what he has produced, what he has made. That's not new age. That's giving glory to God. I mean, if the heavens declare his handiwork, you know, the firmament declares glory, all, it, all this kind of stuff then for us to sit here and say, well, that's new age, and then go see the quack and the, and the, the, the white priest, the white-coated uh, priest, uh, to have him give us his sorceries, uh, and, and we're going to say, well, that's not new. That, to me, is not even new age. That's just demonic. Well, well, I mean, exactly. And you know what? Isn't that bizarre? Yes. What happens, what happens if someone puts a pillow over your nose and mouth? What happens within five minutes? You're dead. Yep. In three minutes, you, you, your um, cells start to die. Within five minutes, you've got cell death in your brain. So if you're not breathing, everything's going to stop. Now you need your heart to beat. And if your heart doesn't beat, it's not going to push that oxygen around your body. And if you're not taking in oxygen, eventually the cells in your heart are going to die and it's going to stop. So that chemical and that electrical work together. So it's quite interesting, isn't it, that I'm saying don't eat rubbish oils, you know, flaxseed oil, cold-pressed flax oil or olive oil. Don't cook with either of those. You can cook with ghee uh, or coconut oil. But when you eat good oils, well, what does the quack in the white coat do? Oh, your cholesterol's high. Let me give you a statin. What does that statin do? First of all, it makes your muscles weak. And it's not just your muscles in your triceps and your biceps and your, your glutes or your quads. Your heart is a muscle, uh, uh, three layers to it. Your, you've got intercostal muscles that move your rib cage up and out when you breathe in. Oh, my word. You've got muscles that help your eyes to focus so you can see. It, everything you've got muscles all over your entire body and it's going to make them weak that's the first thing it's also going to block the heart protective enzyme coq10 but you know what else it's going to do block fat from getting to your brain you're not going to be able to get the fat so what is your brain cells made of 70 percent fat and the rest of your cells 50 percent. so what are you going to get you're going to get dementia and now you're a customer for life again. And you can guarantee if you're on statins, you'll be on steroids as well and uh, anti-inflammatories. 
So now you can't, you know, that blocks your COX-1-2 pathway. So you don't make your prostaglandins. Now you, everything's in trouble. I mean, why is anyone going to these absolute merchants of sorcery? That's what they are. Um, anyway, look, do you want to live a healthy, long life? Uh, do you want to be able to, to walk the righteous path? Because if you do, the first thing you need to do is get your breathing right. And how do you do that? Well, you've got to fill your body with good food. So let's look. Lower your daily calories to reduce the signs of aging. A low calorie diet protects DNA molecules from damage and preventing organ and tissue degeneration. Your body needs fewer calories and burns calories slower as you age. Optimum, optimum body weight should be 10 to 15 pounds less than in your 20s and 30s. Did you hear that? Can I ask a question about that on the calories? Yeah, you said to me today, Tim, you it, said to me, you're now the same weight as when you got married. I always yeah. ask every patient when I do a consultation, when their weight seems particularly high compared with their height, I say, what dress size? I say it to women, were you when you left school? And I go, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, well, let me let me ask something. You said lower calories. Now, if you're if you're a guy that's let's say you're you're working like the the homestead kind of thing, and you're outside and you're sweating and you're shoveling and raking and all that other stuff. My understanding was you needed more calories because you're burning them all off. It exactly, but how will you know that? Because you'll be burning it off. You uh -huh. won't be getting fat. You'll be you'll not be getting fat. Gotcha. Uh, you know, you look at all these these uh, old photographs from the forties and the fifties and the movies. There wasn't any men out there and women as well with these great big ripped muscles walking down the road, glistening with their No, they were tan. slim and trim. They were slim, trim with proper muscles from working the land. I mean, most of these guys with the big muscles can't even work a, you know, work a saw. They can't do anything. It's all about, you know, keeping themselves fit, but they're actually, they can't do anything. They can't, um, you know, Katrina and I laugh at this when we get out there and do stuff. They can't do any of that. So, you know, Team Kiwi, who chopped all my logs, when my tree came down, he's done it all on my man. That man works like a Trojan. Um, he's really lean with muscles, but he just can do anything. I've just watched him. He just works and works and works. He doesn't go to the gym. He doesn't need to. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, what I think that's kind of comical that in the West, what we've done is we went and we work all day in an office and then we have to go to a gym to do to get a workout. Oh, it's, just, it's all just mental. Yeah. So um, you should be you should be less. And an easy way to control, you know, your, your muffin top is to, is to put at least 50 percent of your food is fresh, fresh, raw food. Um, I'm exactly the same weight as when I left school exactly the same way. I should be a, li a little bit less. I'm probably a bit more muscular than when I left school. So what do you, what do you eat? Fresh fruits and vegetables full of vitamins, minerals, fiber, enzymes. Um, I, I would really urge you to switch to organic because genetically modified fruits, they're modifying them to, to, to contain even more sugar. That's not good. Uh, this is why they come as a compound. It's just not good. Um, you don't want to have the, we, we've talked about this so much, you don't want to have the pesticides, herbicides. Fresh fruit and vegetable juices, I'm always going on about that. It allows you to flood your body with nutrients. But don't just rely on that because, again, that's not natural either. When we chew, as we chew in children, it develops the speech muscles. And that's why you don't want to just be giving your toddler slop all the time. 
give them, you know, stay with them. You don't just give them whole grapes, cut their grapes in half, give them little carrot sticks, uh, cucumber sticks, um, you know, stay with them. But they they want to chew. That's why they know. I mean, celery, they want to chew. It develops the speech muscles and also foods come in compounds. So it's a good thing to get the whole thing and eat it like that. But you, this is what you should be doing. Your child, just to, to recap, should only be on breast milk until the premolars are in. That's why they're called milk teeth, the ones that come in first, because the baby should only be having milk. Only when those premolars are in do you start having tylen in your mouth for the digestion of starches. Um, until then, you don't. So if you're feeding your baby based on your mad wife or, or, or whoever else has told you, oh, my baby's waking up, you're feeding your baby porridge and um, rice, uh, baby rice. It, oh, the, but the baby sleeps. Well, of course it does because it's comatosed. It's got all this food in it. It can't digest. Honestly, you everything you need for your baby is in your breast milk. And so when you're breastfeeding, you need to be feeding your body. Your family need to be treating you like the princess um, because you're going to be producing the next generation. So don't just rely on juices. Eat your fresh fruits and vegetables. Sea greens. And, uh, you know, when you look at seaweed, oh, I love seaweed. It's got iodine in it. And you can eat foods that are rich in iodine. Lack of iodine in the human body is the biggest promoter of disease. Napoleon knew about it. They treated their soldiers with um, iodine if they got goiter. But of course, the medical system, the Rockefeller system, teaches them the other way around. Can you believe it? Um, whole grains, nuts, seeds, beans, you should be having all of those. It's got fiber, minerals, and all your fatty acids in there. Uh, uh, essential fatty acids. But again, remember, you've got to soak and sprout your beans and pulses to neutralize the phytate on them. Otherwise, all of your magnesium, iron, zinc and calcium will bind to it and be shipped right out your body. We've all seen those vegans, haven't we, in the store that they look like the walking dead. They're pasty, they're skinny with sparse hair, not looking too good. And then they say, you know, oh, it nearly killed me that diet. I've come off it. Well, that's because they're doing a lot of things like that. They're not soaking and sprouting and they're eating a lot of fake foods. Um, by, by having green drinks, green foods and, and grains, you're going to keep your body pretty alkaline. And don't forget, every different part of your body will have a different pH. Your stomach is very acidic and it has to be. You don't want your stomach alkaline, otherwise you won't pull out your, your beans. Lots okay. of... Um, we got, yeah. we got a couple of questions here if, if you can if you want to take these uh the first one is if not able to breastfeed I, I guess there's something going on there and i've seen that with a lot of women i know they send them over there for their formula but uh can you give them fresh vegetable or fruit juices um charlotte gerson i remember reading in her book that she'd some baby had been given organic carrot juice um and, and it had grown beautifully. And, and But I can't advocate that because I'm just telling you I've read it. What I will say is nearly all women can breastfeed. Uh, get yourself a battery-operated breast pump. And when you are relaxed and you've got your baby and you're looking at your baby, that's when your letdown reflex comes. And you can't be all tense. And when women are breastfeeding, it's very hard in the beginning. Trust me, I'm a woman that knows because I breastfed all four children. And my first one was a culture shock. I mean, who would have believed that you're, you're sorry, fellas, but your nipples will bleed. It's agony. But the other thing is the Lord knew this because breast milk is a natural analgesic. Yep. So if you've got sore 
the sore nipples, you use these little nipple shield cover things. They're like, they collect milk, not the plastic silicon shields. They're these other things that fit over the top, put your bra on. And as the milk goes in, it bathes your nipples in the breast milk, which is healing. Mm, it will heal them. The other thing is once you start to breastfeed the baby and you get over that first couple of seconds uh, or 30 seconds and they start and the letdown reflex comes, the pain disappears. So you just have to keep going. And if all else fails, you can buy these little silicon nipple shields. Do not let. And I've heard so many midwives say, oh, they stop your milk. Rubbish. I used them for all four children and all four children breastfed perfectly well with the nipple shields on and the good thing about that was in a morning with my first in my life I could use the breast pump on one breast as I was breastfeeding off the other into it and then I had milk when I went back to work actually for my first one uh, I used to take it to work and put it in the staff fridge <laughs> my breast pump I used to take my breast pump and do it in my tea break oh that was funny days underneath my top so I used to go what's that noise it's my breast pump um I've done it all but anyway yeah and it's in the fridge don't touch it um but you know the when that letdown reflex comes um the milk will flow very easy so mm. get yourself an electric breast pump sit very peaceful and calm and use the breast pump even if you have to just practice a little bit um and use a little bit of numbing cream or whatever but don't, don't give up. And those nipple shields were fantastic because when my baby did um, have the breast milk that I'd taken uh, in the bottles and it was in the freezer, he latched onto a bottle very easily because he was used to these big teats uh, on the on the nipple shields. Um, your, it, it, your milk is perfect for your baby. And the reason your baby, I, I hear this as well. Oh, but the baby wasn't getting enough. I don't know how much they're getting your baby's sleeping and having wakeful moments and is is nice and relaxed it's getting enough yeah and the other thing is but they go oh but it's just feeding constantly at tea time because they're not getting enough no your baby marathon feeds from tea time for a few hours every 20 minutes it wants to feed because it's your pituitary gland your um, endocrine system works on a negative feedback so what happens is you your baby's telling your body I'm growing every day. I'm growing. So I need different milk tomorrow and I need more milk tomorrow. So that constant feeding lets your pituitary gland know we need more. We need more. We need more. And it releases the releasing factor to the anterior parathyroid to the thyroid to release the releasing factor so that you then start to make more milk. I got to I got to tell you, I I sit here. I'm fascinated at how this interaction goes, how these things happen in the woman's body. That goes, I, I mean, you taught when, when, when the scripture says we're fearfully and wonderfully made, I mean, every time you come on here and you talk about these things, you talk about the pineal gland, you talk about not wearing sunglasses when you go outside, because it's like a sensor that opens up for it. I just sit here and go, <laughs> you know, most of us didn't, didn't know a lot of that stuff. And the more I do, the more I am in awe. Of the God who's made it. I mean, I'm just in awe of of Me too. the fact Me that too. people Aren't can we be amazing? because Aren't the we fact amazing? that people can be so stupid, and it is stupidity to say we're evolving. No, we are created. We're evolving so, into what? Yeah, from we're, what? yeah, from, we're, a, we're, from a from a hairy backside. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's just nonsense. There's here's another question. I'll let you get on to the other thing. 
Is it true that iodine, because you mentioned that, we usually get the seaweed when my girls uh, make their own uh, sushi and stuff, which is a real treat around the house here. Mommy, oh, I love it. I'm coming. Yeah. Is, is it true that iodine cannot absorb if you have mercury fillings? Um, it depends. It depends. And also um, mercury fillings, um, it depends whether your fillings are stable, how much mercury is in you. But uh, a lot of people take iodine that have got mercury fillings, amalgam fillings. They do the Gerson therapy and they, they, and obviously you shouldn't be just having your fillings removed straight away all at once. Any dentist who's saying that and not using the SMART technique, S-M-A-R-T, uh, doesn't know what he's doing. And also if your body's always already really compromised, you can't be taking amalgams out all at once. Um, it will make you really unwell. But certainly iodine, um, I haven't heard that, but I will come back on that. Probably, um, you know, the, the fact that what I do know is that iodine will coat the estrogen receptors in the breast so that it protects against the bad estrogen. So, um, you know, your, your, all of your glands need iodine to function. Uh, mercury is a neurotoxin and it's it, it's pretty bad when it gets in the body, but you can get rid of it. You've got to do it slowly. So um, I don't know the answer to that totally, but I will find out. I have actually been uh, speaking to Dr. Brownstein um, and he's agreed to come on my show on TNT. But the time time difference, we might have to actually do a pre-record. And he's the expert. Please do go and watch all his stuff on or you can watch it all on YouTube or you can get his books, Dr. Brownstein. And also Lynn Farrow, she wrote the book, The Iodine Crisis. Amazing book. Absolutely amazing book. That's something that you should really start to read. And uh, that will tell you as well. So uh, is that is any more questions? Nope, we, we're good. Okay. So sea greens and ocean superfoods. Yep, you should have. And that could be, um, you, you can also have chlorophyll. And it's got, it's got everything in it. You can, Dr. Vickers uses, um, he uses all sorts. He uses this green algae, fresh. He uses that in the juices. He uses all sorts. But anyway, um, cultured foods, that's your kimchi, sauerkraut. Um, you only need to have a fork full of that every day. I, I need to remember that actually. I've got loads in the fridge. Um, and it, you should really be making your own. Mine's not. Mine's raw and it's organic, but I really need to make my own. I did get a, a sauerkraut jar as well for Christmas. Um, plenty of, of pure water. Keep yourself hydrated. You know, have a, at least eight to 10 ounces every couple of hours on top of what you're drinking as well of water. Um, your saturated, healthy saturated fats and oils we've talked about. Now, when you get onto poultry meats, butter, eggs, and dairy, what you've got to do is they're not all created equal. So you don't want to be having, uh, the stuff that's not organic, they're injecting it with messenger RNA, it's injected with growth hormones, it's injected with loads of antibiotics. Uh, they, if it's chickens, they've probably been fed on genetic, genetically modified corn. Um, your, your cattle has genetically modified grain. It might even be fed on itself because all of the offal, um, you know, the spinal, all of it, they put it back in the feed in a lot of these places and feed that back to herbivores, which is horrific. And, um, you know, I, I think that is where when we look at other cultures, when you go to like Thailand and up into the, you know, right up into the mountains and the village people, um, they're very respectful of their animals. 
and they know that they, you know, just to slaughter an animal, that's it, it's gone. Whereas they can get, you know, raw milk from that animal for a long time. And um, the same with their chickens. They're very good to their chickens. They'll get lots of eggs from them. And they know that the eggs are better quality if you feed feed them better. But of course, you know, what can I say? Um, your antioxidants, um, this is why you eat all the colorful fruits and vegetables, everything that's orange, yellow, red. This is why, you know, you juice. Remember when you're cooking it, you're going to be destroying a lot of the living enzymes as well. This is why we've talked about Mimi Kirk on the show. Live raw. I mean, she's just incredible. Um, your antioxidants will scavenge and neutralize free radicals and they give you energy. So um, when when I think I've, I've said this on the show, um, when you've got like it, it, uh, an electron cell and it falls off, imagine a car and it's driving along and the wheel falls off and the chassis is dragging on the, the ground and damaging the car. Um, you're now getting oxidative stress. That's what that is, oxidative stress to that cell. And you're now a free radical and there's loads of you like it. And your vitamin C is the truck that comes along, puts the wheel on and, and repairs all the paintwork and the damage. And you get your vitamin C in all your colorful vegetables. And, you know, your carrot juice is full of vitamins A, B, C, beta carotene, antioxidants. And you must, must make sure they're organic. Don't peel them, just chop the ends off because through history, the Japanese used carrots to clean the soil because they will suck up toxins. So here's a, a few other little things. Okay, we got about Rage a minute here. Yeah, well, well let's unless you want to go over a little bit and that's up to you. Now, I, I, if I don't get everything else, everyone's squealing at me. I've got piles of consorts and stuff All right, to do. You got one minute. Go anyway, for please it. forgive me. Reishi mushrooms. Let's talk mushrooms because we're hitting mushroom season. Um, reishi mushrooms, tonic herbs that increase vitality and enhance immunity. They lower cholesterol and they lower blood pressure. So if you've got high blood pressure, they combat bacteria and they may help prevent cancer and aid in the treatment of chronic fatigue syndrome, ulcers and heart disease. Chronic fatigue syndrome, yuppie flu, postural orthostatic tachycardia. That's all of your EMFs. All of your EMF plus your toxicity from all your heavy metals from vaccines. You've got to detox and get onto clean food, clean air. There's nothing ever, ever is going to feel as good on your body as the skin that's been given wonderful, fresh, living, real food in your body. You are what you eat. Today's food becomes tomorrow's cells. No amount of exercise or pharmaceutical drugs are an offset for a poor diet. And your skin is the biggest organ of your body. And where's the first place to show up? Hey, You're going to look old. Amen. You will look old. That's right. That's right. Kate, thank you so much for being with us again. Valuable information. Share it with your friends if you want them to be healthy. Bradley, be with you at 3. Have a great weekend. Lord's Day. Get with the people of God. See you on Monday, 6 a.m., Lord willing.